Alright guys, so I basically lied to you. At the end of last episode with Karen, I said that I would be interviewing potentially the new president of KCC for 2022. However, someone actually approached me via DMs, like I always ask you guys to, and they gave me a suggestion. And that suggestion was to perhaps interview more executives before the start of the new term. And I actually thought that was a really good idea because it could give me that sort of setup for a before and after concept that you guys can also be a part of listening if you're listening in now and you can listen to again, perhaps in a year's time. So without further ado, uh, can you please introduce yourself, special guest? Uh, so hi guys, uh, my name is Daniel, uh, currently a fourth year student in uh, psychology. I'm planning to go back to uni next year though, however, uh, to do a postgrad and as some of you guys may know, I'm also the president for CS for 2022. Wow. So the president of 2022, that's a pretty huge deal. Um, first of all, I'd just like to, you know, let you guys know that this is actually the guy who suggested that idea. And I thought it was really wonderful because like, you know, having that before and after concept is also cool. But also at the same time, I knew Daniel was actually becoming the president of CS. So I knew you were becoming president of CS um, because I came to your AGM again this year. And um, the fact that we've had one of your presidents come on before, your immediate predecessor, Ben, is gonna like be quite interesting for me personally as well, because I'm gonna be able to hear like the difference between a fresh perspective and someone who's like, you know, been through like most of it already. So let's just go straight to like the basic stuff about, you know, presidency. So what led you to like deciding you wanted to run for president? Uh, well, I guess, it, uh, I guess the role of president was quite appealing to me from the very start of this year after I saw Ben go for it. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess the opportunities that the role of president provides, such as like uh, personal growth and self-development, stuff like that. And I guess uh, what really made me commit to actually running for president was probably after our getaway for uh, this year. Because as you may know or not know, I am I was the intra club uh, head of intra club mm -hmm. this year as well. So that mainly involved me um, just planning and organizing getaway. And after that, uh, after a successful getaway, I would say, um, yeah, really made uh, really made me see how much uh, potential I have. And yeah, mm, yeah. So I think I actually find that a lot of people who do end up running for presidency have a prior role. So, for example, do you know if like Ben Roshkov ran for anything before he became president? Mm, not really. I think he just went in straight into president after being a fresher. Okay. Yeah. So what's your opinion about that? Do you think that you should have some prior experience? Because personally for KCC, I think I've mentioned this before, but... Um, we have our quiz nights, so that's something that we hold in semester two. And I was actually an event leader for quiz night. So I actually had a bit of planning or a little bit of logistic work within KCC. And I think that equipped me a bit um, with regards to organizing stuff within KCC. So what do you think about, you know, having a role before presidency? Do you think it's essential or? Uh, I don't really think it's essential. I think it will be good to have that prior experience as you would know the uh, more of the ins and outs of how things work within a committee but as it stands i think most people out of like asia msu they all have freshers running for exact positions anyway so i think it's essential but it really helps mm. 
Okay, yeah. Actually, I think so too. Like, if we look at Roshkov himself, like, um, he's done a pretty good job in my eyes, but I'll ask you about that later as well. <laughs> but yeah, I think he's done pretty well. And like, the fact that he hasn't, like, this is actually news to me. I didn't know that he didn't run for anything or like, maybe he wasn't successful in running for anything before. But, you know, seeing that he didn't have to have that prior experience and going into the job straight away, making a change is like, pretty good because I feel like there are a lot of people like potential candidates who may have just not had the opportunity like to run for events throughout the year yeah. but um, could be potential good executives so let's talk about something else now though you said you were head of Indra Club and I actually knew this um, from coming to your AGM as well because I saw that like they were giving you a lot of um, praise for your yeah. <laughs> praise for your um, organization of your getaway so can you tell me a little bit more about what Head of Intra Club does? Uh, so basically for CS in particular, I th uh, the Head of Intra was mainly uh, put for the organization and plan of getaway, but also to um, uh, create like events and like outings for like the freshers especially to, uh, you know, make them bond more and have like more of a connection with each other throughout the year. Uh, to be honest though, I didn't really do a good job with the creation of outings and such i didn't really do too much of that because i met my main focus was the getaway and because that was such a success i didn't really feel like there needed to be anything more for the mm. freshers because they were already like pretty tight-knit um had like a very fun time of getaway and yeah right yeah i think um like looking at your freshers from an outsider perspective they actually seem like quite close knit, not only within themselves, but you guys pretty have like you guys have a pretty close connection as well. I think to your mm. freshers, which is very good. But um, also just about head of intro club again, um, because in KCC the way it works is our VP is usually in charge of like intro club events and like um, what would be like if we had a getaway as well, or maybe like if we had any bonding events for our committee. Um, what about you guys? Like, what does your VP do then? Um, in ten, well, in terms of this year, our VP just really handled things behind the scenes, I guess. Okay. Like, yeah. as Ben would do things, like, in front of people, you know, be that face of the committee and stuff like that, whereas you don't really see much of the action that the VP does. Right. And especially with this year, Gunners, our VP, he, 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 in the eyes of the committee, he basically did nothing, but... <laughs> As some people know, behind the scenes, he did a lot for right. CS. Yeah, like I know Gunners actually was the treasurer the year before yeah. and then he became the VP for this year's term, right? Yeah. So how about like the way you actually run the election itself? Because I heard like from your AGM that I think Gunners ran against Roshkov. So is that is that true or were they separate positions with regards to presidency? Um, I think... Gunners and yeah, so Gunners actually went against Ben because mm. you can't run for VP. You only can run for president ah. if, when it comes to CS. So right. obviously they would have to uh, run against each other. But I think like they both knew that Ben was going to get president anyway, and then Gunners would be that supporting VP. For mm. And they both probably discussed it beforehand anyway. Oh, so, yeah. okay, yeah, that's good. Like um. That's actually something that we also see in Asia. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you're aware as well. Like for Asia, you can only run for the presidential position yeah. and then runner up again, you become VP. But uh, what do you think about that sort of system? Because that's different to the way we do it because we do have 
our president and a VP as two separate roles. So, oh, really? Yeah, oh, we do. Okay. Um, well, to be honest, I think I would actually prefer your guys' type of way of doing VP and press because I know some people, they... They want to go for that presidential role, that higher exec position, but they don't want to be like the face or like they don't want to oh. do that stuff that most of the community will see. Like personally, for me, I would have liked to be a VP as well because mm. I don't really like talking in front of people, stuff like that, right? <laughs> but I do enjoy like organizing and doing things behind the scenes for the community regardless. So mm. I think... Uh, both positions would have been good for me but obviously I pushed myself and strive to go for prez uh, which I did and now I am so yeah damn <laughs> yeah congratulations again man. oh yeah thank you yeah, <laughs> really high like really high role out here and I'm sure like you've got a lot you're looking forward to doing oh um, for sure yeah yeah so we'll talk about those goals and sorts of things soon as well but I want to talk about IGM now because okay. you guys do have an internal general meeting I think maybe you started recently as well maybe within the last five years yeah. and I think that's something that um, we have something we have to work on actually because we did our IGM for the first time this year so oh, really? we've never ever done an IGM before previously I think I've also mentioned this but uh, we used to do our speeches at our AGM in public so everyone who attended our AGM could actually see the electoral process who's running for what, who wins, like all in one sitting. Whereas with like you guys and MSU and Asia, you had that sort of privatized like process of um, elections and question time as well. So we never had question time either, but um, yeah, we implemented like a sort of IGM with um, help from Ben, Karen and Franklin. So shout out yeah. to you guys if you're listening, but um, can we hear a little bit about how your IGM actually runs? Yep, so basically everyone, you know, uh, the candidates prepare their speeches beforehand and then once everyone arrives at the IGM, uh, we go from the head of subcommittee first, so they would have like around like two, two minutes to present with no slides. Mm. So we we'll go through head of sports, head of design, head of intra, etc. And then after that, we would all do like a voting based on preferential choice, so first preference second preference first preference being one vote and then second preference being half a vote mm, and then okay. at the end it will be all totaled up and whoever has the most amount of votes essentially will be the candidate for that position uh, it pretty much goes the same for the execs exec positions as well uh, but instead we get three minutes and with, with slides if you want Mm, okay. Yeah. So chronologically, it's heads of subcommittees, then executives. Is that right? Or, yeah. Okay. So can you run for both? Yeah, we actually have uh, two execs, like the new execs of, of CS next year, actually in head of subcommittee positions. Oh. So our, um, our head of PR is also head of sports, and our, head, uh, our, our secretary is also head of cultural for next year wow yeah so they got jobs. yeah they got a lot of jobs next year. <laughs> yeah okay yeah okay so how about like the actual specifics so um for our igm actually we don't do a head of subcommittee vote within the igm we actually only do executive vote and then during the executives um speeches 
we have the other executives running for those positions leave the room. So is that something that you guys do as, as well? Yeah, we only did that for the executives. So oh. the other candidates who were running for pres, while I was doing my speech, they were out of the room. And then mm. when I done my speech, I was out of the room while they did their speech. Right. And also, this was a problem that we had a little bit of this year that I hadn't really taken into account. But did you have any, like, were you allowed to vote for other presidents as well? Or did you just vote based off your own knowledge? Like, because you weren't in the room? Um, yeah, you could have, you, despite not being in the room, you could have voted for another president or, like, people mm. who's still running in your position. So... Okay. But you could also vote for yourself, so <laughs> yeah. I'd see no reason not to vote yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah, true, true. It's just because the way we had it, uh, because we have that vice president and presidential position, um, we had people running for both VP and president. Yeah. And because of that, we had everyone leave the room in like a whole like cluster of VP and president, even though they were running for different roles. So people who were running for VP um, solely had to go outside while the president had to come in or the sole presidential figures did their speeches as well so they didn't know like obviously it'd be a no-brainer to pick yourself right yeah but for the presidential candidates they didn't really know what to judge off so i don't know i think we'll that's something that we'll have to look into it's something for the future executives to also have a listen and um think about as well yeah for sure yeah so let's talk about presidency itself i always ask every president this question yeah. but what does presidency mean to you uh, it's kind of a hard one because i despite being pretty fresh into the presidential position i haven't really thought about it because i don't know just thinking about myself being a president or like what it means it kind of feels too egotistical just, just mm. to think about it because i rather think of it like or oh, how can i use the presidential role to further the committee to make CS to the next level, etc. Mm. So, if I if I were to put it like what it means to me, I guess it's just the person, the top figure of the committee, the committee that holds and represents the values and you know morals that they want to uh, present to the public and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah you know what that's fair like i think that's a pretty good definition as well and i think that the fact that you're not entirely sure or like you're not exactly like certain about what a president does or like the role itself is a good sign in my opinion because um from what or from my own experience i feel like presidency is so like it's so vague and it's so there's so much room to work with that you shouldn't be like constraining yourself by a full-on definition about yeah. what you should do like, I'm sure, like, we've both seen our own definitions of our respective constitutions, and it seems quite, like, quite vague as well, or maybe um, maybe specific, but, like, we're usually doing things outside of what we see in our constitution, and I feel like that's what most presidents want to do, is, like, things that can help further the committee doesn't necessarily have to be on paper, though, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so what about, do you have any overarching goals at the moment that you've thought of while coming into this role at the moment? Uh, so... Coming into this role, I definitely have plans or like goals for next year to establish a cultural presence on campus for CS. Because as it stands, or as it has been for the past few years, we kind of have lost our identity or our identity as a committee has kind of been mixed or like muddled up because we, as most people know, we do host 
mainly party events and we do also a charity event like a charity sports event per year once per year but I think next year I want to expand on the cultural aspect of our committee and really push that uh, Chinese um, culture within students uh, on campus and stuff like that just to I guess branch out to uh, on different um, like avenues of mm. growth and yeah just in general just more expansion of uh, the committee rather than just partying and party right. events yeah that's actually an issue that like i feel like kcc has dealt with for a while as well because we do have our clubbing events we do have that sort of like gimmick almost of like playing k-pop like yeah. almost for the entire <laughs> event but um do you guys actually have a head of cultural as well uh that that is something we're actually implementing next year oh so okay. i'm not sure if you heard but like ben implemented a futures committee type mm-hmm. thing before like a few months back yeah and that and that's where we basically talked about or oh, the introduction of head of cultural oh. so ben would act, is actually the co-head of yeah. that of of head of cultural next year just so he can like overlook how things are going just because it's a new position and no one really knows what's going on mm. so that's something i'm definitely gonna utilize next year for sure <laughs> yeah absolutely that sounds really good because um like i've said for kcc um addressing that specific cultural part like there's so much that we could do like for the korean culture and there's so many like avenues that we can explore as well that i'm sure that you've thought about and potentially you could explore with your um committee so we actually um i'm not sure if i should be saying this but i'll just say it we're actually like going to be implementing a head of cultural as well i'm not sure like who it'll go to but and I'm not sure like what the plans will actually be but like we're really hoping to put you know address our like lack of um cultural events as well within KCC because like a couple years ago we used to also hold like language classes and things like this that I'd never even heard of and when I entered high school uh, when I entered university like all I knew was KCC was a club that had clubbing events quiz nights and nothing like nothing else but like something that I'd really like to see for example is maybe beginners language classes for people who are just like dabbling in korean Mm. i think that'd be something sick that potentially our head of cultural could implement but then again i do say like we don't really have a solid definition of what head of cultural is and do you guys actually have one as well or do you guys have like a is it vague it's pretty vague as it hasn't really been like talked about as a much only until next year we'll talk about it but I guess it's a, it's kind of the same with you with KCC and CS. It's just like, uh, we have an idea of what we're gonna do, but we don't really have like a set definition as of yet. Mm. Yeah, just potential like ideas and stuff being thrown out. I'm sure like you can still live the f- like rollout to its fullest without having like a solid definition, and that's like what I think presidency is kind of about as well. Because like we have like these like vague ter- these like yeah vague terms where we like kind of like go with them and kind of don't really go with them to just you know further the club as much as we can Mm. like being the face of the club is not something that's constitutionally written yeah but it is something that i do find that all four of our clubs find in common as in like cs msu asia and kcc and i'm sure that other clubs think about as well like i'm sure jss as well um are thinking you know their president is usually the face of the club and the representative at the helm as well um but Another goal that I've thought about 
like that's quite specific to you because you're like a fresh president mm. is do you have do you find it a goal to like surpass your predecessor so surpassing ben in terms of his efforts i feel like that would be a good motivator mm-hmm. in terms of like being more successful or like just doing more things that ben may have lacked in not saying he did a bad job at all but you know i i feel like i could also expand on what he's he has done and like further make it more successful or like further expand on it or whatever it is yeah yeah that's that's really good actually like i haven't had much of a chat with the other presidents since the elections have been held yeah. and since like all the new candidates have been like voted in but i do feel like personally as a president i would want the president to surpass me actually so <laughs> i would love them to be like actually i can do better because yeah. At the end of the day, I do want them to do better than me because that'll mean they're doing better for the club. Mm. And like, although that may sound like, I don't know, I don't want to undermine what I've done either. I feel like I've done quite a bit. But same with Ben. I feel like we did as much as we could, which is not too... I feel like it's not too much because like we want to instill change. And just quoting Ben again as well is like, you need a couple I think he said like three generations of CS three generations of KCC before like true change can be instilled like for example we've only had our IGN for the first time this year we had very rough concepts walking into it very rough concepts still coming out of it as well so like if we can have our new executives pave the way and like continue to you know walk that route that we've been walking down then it'd be really nice for us to see and be really nice for the community because I feel like things that Ben and I have done are things that we genuinely believe will better the committee and we don't want to do it for ourselves. So I think it's nice that, you know, how you say like surpassing your predecessor is not like necessarily like a solid goal, but it's a good motivator to like, you know, help you come up with your own um, other goals or come up with your own other like accolades you want to achieve. So how about, let's talk about (laughs) your time management, okay? So this is something, again, I also talk about with every single like presidential figure not even presidential as well like also i talked about with um with you and as well the secretary Mm. but this is something that every executive deals with differently so i feel like it's very it's like very worth asking every single person if there are like different coping like mechanisms or different strategies with managing your time so have you like had to come up with anything yet because you're you're quite fresh into the role yeah yeah. (laughs) but even though you're quite fresh you know o'day and stuff is on the horizon it's not like (laughs) so yeah time management talk to me about it um in terms of time management i feel like at times i can definitely be on top of everything like in terms of like workload uh uni life uh exec stuff and all that i feel like i could actually handle all that but there are times where i do tend to slack and then just forget about it or (laughs) play games or whatever (laughs) whatnot like that but I think because I'm still pretty fresh to it, I still have a very uh, committed mindset that, uh, yes, I will be on time for this meeting or I will get things done for CS on this certain day and all that kind of stuff. So I mm. think I think by doing that, it sets me up for next year when the real stuff actually comes, like setting up events, the day of O-Day, um, charity events, stuff, and other things that we want to do so that will be good yeah yeah yeah. lots of deadlines to be thinking about even like at the very beginning i'm sure like um like you and your team have already talked about you know potential events to that are coming up 
but um, probably nothing like I'm not sure if you have anything super solid yet as it is very early yeah. but I would be very impressed if you did but you know then again it is very very objectively <laughs> early I yeah. would say but um, have you like got any opinions about like um, okay actually no this is actually I'm telling you guys the audience this is my very first time meeting Daniel so I actually <laughs> want to get like use this moment to get to know him a little bit and hopefully you guys will get to know him as well literally like this guy walks in um with his presence the aura i was like yeah this is the guy he sits down in the chair i'm like what happened he's he was like a little bit late because work held him back found out he has two jobs so can you tell like like maybe the audience a little bit more about those specific things like what do you do for work do you have any hobbies things like that sure so uh, i actually do two jobs work two jobs uh, one as a psychology assistant at my local, and I also work as a cashier at Spot Shed, which is pretty Spot chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, gets me by, I guess. And uh, in terms of hobbies, I wouldn't really say I would have any like hobbies that I'm really interested in, but some things I like are, you know, anime, K-drama, soccer, mm. games, of course. Um, chilling with my friends i guess yeah <laughs> classic one yeah and you also said that you were doing your fourth year in psychology is that right yes so how is that going for you um it was quite tough at first because it's actually honors oh yeah so okay, technically okay. i've already graduated last year because it's a three-year course but for honors it's a whole different level right and on top of intra it being like head of intra it really kind of made my time really like limited in like the free time I have because you know I had to submit my paper and have to work in it all year a 10k word essay damn 10k like, thesis technically oh yeah, so. my days man okay well good luck with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah she'll be right she'll be right hopefully but um okay just another question because this is something that um it was actually Ben and I that talked about on the podcast quite a while ago, but we talked about how like relationships can affect us and our time management. So are you in a relationship at the moment? Uh, no, I am single. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got him, guys. Got him. <laughs> nah, okay. So yeah, like we said, getting into a relationship is something that like takes a lot of time. And I feel like you've got a lot on your hands already heading into master's as well next year, having two jobs. Are you thinking of like changing anything up or are you okay with coping with it at the moment? Mm, I think because uh, as I mentioned a lot of times before, I'm quite new to the whole presidential thing, quite fresh. Um, at the moment, the workload isn't so bad as I don't have any, too many responsibilities as of yet. But I think coming into next year, I will have to quit my budget job, unfortunately. <laughs> no. And just go with the one job because oh. that, <laughs> that is, uh, the psychology assistant job is more so what I want to lean towards in terms of career prospects and stuff like that. And mm. Spudshed was just a job on the side that I just kind of did before I uh, got that job. Oh. So I think by having one job, being single and yeah. uh, just coping with uni life in general ne for next year will not be too stressful, I hope. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Like, you know, trying to like move your life around and move the things in your life around to help, you know, make room for other things is really a good way to go about things, especially like in preparation for presidency because so many things can happen that you're like not aware of that can just take up a lot of your time. Like for example, 
I'm not trying to like provoke anything. I'm going to knock on wood as well. But I was single heading into presidency okay. and then got cuffed as president. But like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just like, he's going red, man. But like, um, yeah, it's just so many things that like life can throw at you. But um, I'm sure like you'll be able to cope well. And especially like a big thing about coping well with time management is the team that you're working with. So have you actually had any meetings with your new team? Uh, so not yet. We're actually having um, our first exec meeting next Monday. Oh, or this okay. upcoming Monday. So that will basically just be the first meeting for technically for next year. Just really talking about everything we can f- about O-Day, about fresher intake, about ideas and plans we want to pursue or like new things that we want to uh, at least have for next year so that CS is at that next level mm. or like better than what it was this year yeah that's fantastic like i think that you know getting that first meeting out of the way no matter how long it is is really good to set yourself up also guys apologies for like being off track before a bit of a train wreck right there but now <laughs> we're back on the track okay now we're back on track thank you so um yeah like you said you hadn't really had a meeting before but it's good that you're setting yourself up for it and i, th- I just think that um like I've always said in every podcast, like teamwork is really important. But do you have any like perspectives on the dynamic that you have with your team at the moment, even though you haven't met with them yet? Like, do you feel like there's anyone like that's potentially like going to be like spearheading a lot of the things that you might be doing? So what I mean by that is like, for example, within KCC in 2019, I believe the president was like the chill one, the chill, fun, like um, easygoing one. The VP was the very authoritative figure. So in that like position, the VP was, you know, telling the um, telling everyone what to do and those sorts of things, getting people to follow her instead of the president. So also this year, I feel like um, I've been spearheading a lot, but there's been a lot that my treasurer Albert's been like headlining as well. Yeah. So is there anything that you can sort of foresee with regards to like the dynamic? Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. <laughs> so. Uh, I've already thought about it, but pretty much how our team dynamic is, and I can see it being something in the future, is like me and the VP are actually, I would consider the more chill ones or like the more like casual, just like laid back, whatever, right? Uh, Our head of PR actually, I would say is the most spearheaded or like the most outspoken, most uh, person who would, you know, uh, say what they want to say and not like hold back mm. and that go- also goes for the um, treasurer and um, the sec as well the secretary yeah. yeah so all three of them are pretty strong minded they're pretty <laughs> out, like out there so I, I personally don't see it as too much of a problem like I think that I'll be able to handle it but there are times where there might be more uh, more uh, aggressive in terms of how they talk oh, in, okay. when it comes to like decision making and stuff and I'll be like oh okay I better <laughs> you know. yeah I actually like remember I remember hearing in your AGM um, with Roshkov and um, or just Roshkov's speech but he was talking about how Gunners was like someone to lean on yeah. and while the other three were like going at it and things yeah. like that yeah. so um, is that something that you feel like you can like relate to or is it going to be a bit different the way this year do you think Mm, I think I think as it stands as of now I think me and the VP are quite um, same minded like we have the mm. same 
mindset when it comes to CS. So I guess like wh- when it comes to the treasurer, secretary, or head of PR, like ganging off on me in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I would always have VP as my uh, guide to go to if I, you know, need help on something or, or like whatever, right? But I think I don't want it to get it to that point. I think, you know, fairness should be uh, a thing in terms of uh, decision-making and all that stuff, no matter what role you are. Like, I think as president, you should be able to control the fairness or like the decision making that goes around and make sure everything's uh clear cut everything's you know nothing's one too one-sided everything's equal i guess to mm. like maintain that balance and make sure nothing really no problems really come from that i guess right yeah i think um you know that perspective of like having your vp as your rock as well that's like really good because like um for example, with me, I actually had my secretary as someone I could rely on in the beginning of like whenever I had any troubles. And there's been like times throughout the year where I've just like had to sit down with my secretary and just be like, oh man, like, how are you going? How are things? And then he's like done the same with me. And like, we've been able to like lean on each other a little bit, help each other, like, you know, recover from things because like as much as we'd like to believe that our teamwork is perfect, a lot of the time it's not going to be yeah so that's something you know that we have to figure out and hopefully is minimized like um from the get-go so like i know you have like um actually personally know bridget a little bit as well okay so yeah yeah, i i kind of see like the strong-minded individual (laughs) like um perspective there but just a general question as well are you like friends with the other executives or all the executives uh so i guess the only like close friend i have in the execs is the vp david because mm. he was actually we are from the f- same fresher group oh yes whereas uh the other three execs bridget kaylin aaron mm. they are from this year's fresher group and right. they were already friends beforehand so oh there's okay. that kind of dynamic going <laughs> yeah nothing too crazy i guess because i think we all work pretty well together i would say so nothing you know yeah too bad surely shouldn't be anything way too bad yeah okay so how about has your idea of presidency changed at all since you've entered the position i know i'm asking a lot of these like questions that i should be asking at the end (laughs) but like if i ask you right now you know there's something compared to in the future as well so your perspective of presidency let's say as a fresher versus now so two years later has it changed at all i think it definitely has changed in terms of what you don't see the president doing. Oh, yeah. Because as a fresher, I was like, damn, you know, they're pretty cool. They're the face. They they talk for everyone and stuff like that. But then as I went to second year for CS and next year being the third, um, I think that my perception has definitely changed in terms of the work, um, the workload that they take on and what you don't see. Mm. So because I was head of intro this year, um, I also talked to Ben a lot about like what needs to be done in terms of like getaway planning, in terms of like what CS needs in general when it comes to their events and stuff. And I really saw like the like the behind the scenes of what goes down, and uh, really made me like open my eyes about like what they actually really do, and like uh, just how they go about handling things in general. Mm, okay. 
Yeah. So again, another question about presidency. This is something that I feel like is personally important to me. I think it's actually quite obvious maybe why this is important to me. But even at our own IGM, during question time, I asked the presidential candidates, uh, I asked the presidential candidate that won this question before they won. So I said, what were your... Um, oh, I said, you don't really like extend your reach out to like other clubs that much at mm. all. I don't think you... I've seen you hang out with um, people from other clubs or like um, even like have a chat to you know, anyone from MSUCS or Asia. So do you have any plans to address that? And I think that's something I'd like to sort of ask you as well. Do you think that's something that you might like try to do this year, try to get to know the other presidents or other clubs more? So <clears throat> that's actually one of my, also another uh, overarching goal that I would, mm. would say that is very important for next year for, for where I want to take CS. So next year, I just have plans to make more inter-club bonding between, you know, Asia, uh, KCC, MSU, Mm. and as well as um, other clubs as well, like maybe like Akia. Oh, wow, yeah. Because they are also similar to us as well, but they have more of a cultural stance on where they uh, direct their club. Right. Yeah, that's good. Like, um, I feel like that's something very important to me, like since, like, the very beginning actually i remember that i became or when i became president i tried to reach out as much as i could and at i think it was only a couple of days later we had msu ball and i already knew the names of the other presidents so i legit like looked for them <laughs> at ball and then, like i i met franklin and i was like yo bro i was kind of like yeah. kind of bit tipsy i was like yo bro <laughs> nice to nice to meet you bro hope we work well together like next year and like uh, I think I met Karen as well and I did like the same thing with her and I was like really like you know hoping for a good experience because like there are some times where we do have to work together with the other clubs and I do not regret like using that first opportunity to try to like reach out and like I'm still like reaching out I think I I said hi to everyone at O'Day as well um, said hi to the other presidents at the very like at the first O'Day and like I think it's really important to me to have these connections because you know especially within our club, the president has a specific role that's different to the VP and it's different to obviously the other two roles which we had this year. So like reaching out to presidents of like other clubs, like um, for example, I had Ben, Franklin, Karen, and then also Claudia from JSS and Nathan Mm. from like Union of Myanmar. I had all these people to like reach out to in case I had problems like perhaps intra-exec or like intra-committee even. So yeah, that's why I think it's really important for you know the next generation to like work on that as well because like i do have a little bit of not not really worry but just a bit of concern it's pretty much the same thing yeah. but um <laughs> a bit of concern about our next like pre- upcoming president as there's someone who's quite like reserved quite like within the committee and someone who doesn't like reach out yeah. much so hopefully like you know you'll be able to reach out to them as well and like help like you know keeping that inter-club like bond going because that's actually something that i had as one of my main overarching goals as well like like you have just reaching out to the other clubs making that like bond stronger because you know there's so much that can come from it like if you have close execs you can have like even closer committees at times so i think that's you know really important to me i guess uh expanding on that as well yeah um me and the current head of intra for next year uh, have also just been in talks about what we can do for the interclub bonding because I want to also 
hand that over to the intra club of next year just mm. so they have a bit more of a role rather than just working internally working externally as well so me and him have just been talking about you know potential like fresher like small events that uh, that can like you know be held within the four uh, clubs that we usually hang around with mm. and hopefully they'll like make those strong connections or like those bonds that we we both desire yeah. for everyone to have you know okay. yeah that's that's really good like actually doing like actually immortalizing it into like events it's like a really good way to go because mm. a lot of the time like there's like maybe one or two like fresher events that like they team they seem to like organize themselves and like not all the time does it become like very successful yeah with regards to like you know the way it's executed sometimes it's like there are like clicks or like too much of clicks and then like people are not really like there's not really a bond happening but i feel like this year specifically i think it was a bit better than in my fresher year um the year before that so you know that's something good to actually look forward to because like you know having that inter club bond is something that you know i've always wanted to improve on and i think i've done my part a little bit at least mm. you know even having all these other executives on the podcast but okay you did tell me as well that you talked to ben a lot um about you know presidential matters or you did talk to him a lot while you were um, head of intra club with regards to planning and things like that so how important to you is that like um bond between president to president now well i mean i think for me personally it was it's a very important to keep that connection or like keep talking to him about things that you might want to do and then have his op- opinion on it because obviously he has been a president for one whole year mm. whereas i haven't even really started yet <laughs> so i think by having that um second opinion i guess from someone who's more experienced will uh help me like guide my decision making or like help me think about what maybe right or maybe wrong in terms of committee morals or like the values I want to like showcase in front of everyone and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's really good to, you know, always rely on, like you guys even call them like elders as well, which yeah. I think is very like, it's very cute. Like <laughs> we don't have like a, like a title that we call the older committee. We just call them older committee, okay, which yeah. is like a bit derogatory <laughs> as well, I guess, because you know, that connotation of like being old, but like, um, I think it's, yeah, really good to like, have that close connection because I personally didn't have a very good connection with my past president but I'm trying to be someone who the future president can look to as like a source of like help or as a source of you know friendship because like extending that bond beyond professional into friendship is where like all like the best sorts of ideas come about and like that's when like you're most comfortable so yeah I'm hoping that you know our future KCC president hoping you reach out more as well reach out to you too but um let's talk about like success now because you said that you wanted to bring cs like to the next level as well so what is bringing it to the next level to you what is success to you um so i think that's quite a broad term but to put Mm -hmm. it more specific in terms of my thought processes i guess uh success for cs for me would be obviously you know bigger events more attendees to these events more you know um but also as well uh i guess this success within like in the within the committee internally in terms of uh, like friendships you know stuff like that just making sure every like get the, getting that whole committee become like a family mm-hmm. if i if i can make cs a family next year in terms of like the the bonds that they create 
at Getaway throughout the whole year through events and stuff like that, I feel like I would call that success. Mm, yeah, that's really good. Like, you know, having a like intrinsic goal like that, I think it's something that I personally believe, you guys don't have to agree, but like I personally believe that that's a goal that every president should have because you are at the forefront of your club, but like even though you're at the forefront representing it, you know, who's behind you, your entire committee. So without working on them, like people like not having that good bond behind you is it really successful is are you like really having something that you're proud of and i feel like i'm very proud of my committee I'm, are you proud of your committee of course 100%. of course yeah 100%. exactly so no brainer as well like you know we want to help our committee become even better as people as well and have even better relationships to make the entire process like a lot better with like your events and things like that as well because it's all interconnected like having really good bonds like within your committee members like within the teams that they create as well, um, you know, becomes a better, like it creates a better outcome with every activity they become a part of. Because like, for example, you guys have like your dancers as well. Like that's just a, like one little aspect where if you guys are all friends with each other, it becomes a lot easier. Yeah. And like, you know, the chemistry is a lot more, you know, it's, there's more vibes pretty much for lack of a better word. So actually about that, I think I pretty much forgot to ask this, forgot to add this to the agenda as well, but about subcommittees, do you guys have like um, set subcommittees under every single head? Is that how it works? Uh, so the, the way it worked this year, it was only head of subcommittee. So for me, it was just me for head of intra. For mm. head of uh, sports, there were two head of sports. For head of design, there was one person just controlling the whole thing. Oh. And it was really up to them whether they would take it a step further and add a subcommittee to the subcommittee. So mm. for me, I didn't officially like add anyone to a subcommittee, but I mainly reached out to close people or like execs or like people within the committee, just asking them about ideas, about what do you think about this for getaway? Do you think this is a good thing or a bad thing? And just get their opinion and ideas to... Uh, you know, be able to make this whole plan of getaway and making it a success, a success that it was. Mm, yeah, I think that like idea of subcommittees is like because you, I guess, had a functional subcommittee then, like because you had all these people to like rely on and help you like with that process. But we don't really like with KCC as well. We had like a similar structure where it's just the heads of subcommittees as well. Um, air quotes where it's like you know we have our head of dance head of sport, head of graphics and head of promotions, only the four of those teams, you know, two in each team and no other subcommittees underneath that. So that was legit above OCM, the only like next hierarchical like position. Yeah. So I remember like, cause you mentioned also futures as well. Yeah. Um, you had one of your, one of your committee members approach me for like an interview. And like, I was telling them about our committee structure and in my mind, I was thinking, oh yeah, MSU has like subcommittees, I think as well. And like within, like under the heads of dance, they have a whole bunch of like people, like a whole crew of like dance subcommittee, yeah. like solid. And then when I was saying like, oh yeah, we have like our two heads of dance, our two heads of sport, two heads of promotion, one head of graphics, like that committee member from CS was like, so you don't have any subcommittees? <laughs> and I was like, no, is that a problem? But like, 
you know, looking at it like retrospectively, I feel like, you know, adding that subcommittee might be really helpful, even though like you did have that functional subcommittee and we did have like a functional subcommittee as well, where um, we had our vice president who I've said numerous times takes care of like intra club matters as like um, their sort of like main role, yeah. like adopt a, like a group of people who would be keen to create like activities or like plan our, our getaway out as well. So you know just having that actual subcommittee solid like team of people is that something that you're like looking forward to instilling as well yeah that is something that the futures committee and i will uh, implement next year Mm. of course with the discussion of current execs but because the the way i handled head of intro this year it was it was fine like i could handle the workload but in terms of like the the ideas and like the the stuff that I had planned, it wasn't uh, enough. So so that's why I did reach out to other members within the committee. So I think for next year, by having uh, a subcommittee for the head of sub- subcommittee... Yeah, <laughs> um, makes sense. I, I think I think it will better improve um, the ideas that come out from their discussions and like just the overall proactiveness of their role, mm. which... I hope they will utilize properly and hopefully, you know, take CS to make it better than what it was this year. Mm. Okay, so just for semantics sake, you do call them heads of subcommittees, right? Like specifically? Yeah. Okay, so just to make it clear, for KCC, we don't call it heads of subcommittees, we call them heads or like directors. So we actually like never had like this subcommittee concept until like it's been in the talks or in the works like as of now so i'm hoping like you know with both of our like committees potentially coming up with new like subcommittee ideas that you know we'll both be pushing out like even more banger events than this year (laughs) yeah so you did mention um you know kind of a little distinctiveness between extrinsic and intrinsic success for you and like how success is sort of vague but in within your own like subjective opinion how do you reckon like the team of 2021 has went with cs oh i would say it's been one of the best years for cs damn because they literally our head of pr this year literally took our page from being like dead (laughs) to like being at least somewhat like semi-good you know damn our social media was pretty much non-existent before this year so and with her being you know having like really little to no experience because head of PR was actually a role we introduced this year mm. as well. So it's kind of fresh as well. So for her to like really take on that role and really like double our following on Instagram and like, Sheesh. you know, it really made me see how, how much like work was put in mm. in terms of our social media and as well as I guess just the intern- internal problems that we may had um in previous years ben and the rest of the exes kind of like solved it mm, I, w- okay. I wouldn't i wouldn't really say what but they solved a lot of things that we had problems with and they solved it with ease like damn yeah so i think overall it will be very hard to top it what they've done this year because they've re- they've put a lot of work and it shows in terms of like all aspects of cs social media uh in terms of events I guess, you know, everything in general, CS has just like really skyrocketed in my opinion. 
Yeah, like the bar has been set really, really high yeah. for you guys, I feel like as well. So, you know, big shout out to like Ben, Gunners, Leo, uh, Carolyn and your head of PR this year. Was it um, Angela? Angela, yeah. Yes, Angela. big shout out to you guys. Um, but specifically now, you're telling me that like, you know, Angela has done so much. And I heard that Ben has told me that, you know, Angela had to like learn all these new concepts as well, like, you know, editing things and yeah. like, you know, having it put together in such a way that it's really appealing um, on the Insta page and reviving our Instagram page pretty much like effectively. So do you think that, um, do you know anything about Bridget in comparison to Angela? I don't mean like with regards to like one would be better than the other, but do you think that Bridget will be like, you know, having as big of an effort with regards to, you know, improvement as well? Or do you think it'll be more of a maintenance strategy? I think she definitely has plans to push it further than what Angela has. But I think Angela really has set like just the the baseline for what an Instagram page should be like. Mm. And so like that fi- foundation, you know, that Angela has put down for Bridget to then just uh, work on it and progress it even further. So I think Angela has really just, you know, put it down, put the foundation down, laid it down for us. And then Bridget will now work on that and, you know, make our following even bigger or like make it look prettier or whatever, I guess, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, Bridget's got some really nice Instagram stories I've seen. So (laughs) mad shout outs to that as well. Um, Okay, so what about like um, the rest of the team with regards to like your team? Do you feel like you as a team can surpass them or like, you know, make use of like what you have so far as a baseline? I think, as I said before, it'll be really hard, but I think I really believe in my team. Like, even though we haven't even had a first meeting yet, I guess, (laughs) I still really do believe in them because after hearing their speeches, they really prove that they deserve to be in that role and they have the capabilities to essentially run a committee or, like, uh, be in that certain position they're in. So I think in terms of, like, surpassing the 2021 team for next year, it will be... Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they did like yeah as as we both like agreed they set the bar ridiculously yeah. high i know i feel like um not to sound egotistical as well but like i do feel like we've set the bar quite high as well but then again um compared to last year we pretty much had three executives and then this year now we have four next year we'll have five because we have a newly introduced pr exec we're a bit late oh, to the party okay. but like yeah you know following following big brother cs yeah. pretty much <laughs> But yeah, um, now that we're going to have five executives, there's going to be, you know, a lot more delegation of tasks and perhaps we won't have to spread ourselves so thinly as we did this year. And that's something that, you know, something that subcommittees or having subcommittees can solve because, you know, I feel like um, with Ben and I, we definitely agreed with each other that we were doing too much and like having like a very like distinct, very um, subjectively, but like, I feel like is truthful, very big change structurally um, within our committees is going to solve that problem of, you know, spreading ourselves so thinly. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of the time um, presidents say that they have to like sort of fill the gaps and do things like when we're not being like the face of the club, when we're not talking, when we're not being like spearheading meetings or spearheading mm-hmm. speeches, we're like filling in the gaps of what the others can't do or yeah. what the others should be doing. But like, you know, having that... Um, change in like subcommittee structure having that new fifth executive as well 
is going to be something that we hope will you know make it a lot easier for us and hopefully for you guys as well so like you said um during your um during the speeches you were convinced you had like this um you were sort of like yeah convinced that they had these capabilities like your team is something or your team has people that you can trust in and I just want you to give sort of a word for people probably listening a year from now <laughs> about people who are potentially running in for um, office bearer roles. I know this is very, um, like, again, very far-fetched considering this is the very beginning, <laughs> but again, another like control variable, um, the only independent variable being time that you can, you know, compare yourself or you compare your answer with after like, you know, a year has passed. Mm. So do you have any words for people potentially running office bearer roles next year the year after that anything i think i think this may have been said before on a previous podcast but um just just go for it literally just go for it because it's it's such a great opportunity for you to like really push yourself to your limits and like discover new things about yourself and about like the people around you and stuff like that so i think if even if you're having just like small thoughts about it at least give it your best shot and try to run for it. it despite if you get it or not at least you gave your best shot you know at least you gave it a go i think that's what really matters and if you do get it then congrats for you guys i guess <laughs> <laughs> true true yeah actually oh sorry i actually think that like um you know running for igm running at igm for any position is character development as well yeah. because i know people that have previously had a personality before igm and came out of igm with like such a difference in their personality like them understanding like the true gravity of things that we do and like the true um gravity of what they can do what they can achieve like for example people who like haven't been successful at previous um previous executive um elections or people who weren't successful at this executive election received so much support for their efforts and like that sort of really changed them and made them more you know encouraged to go for other things and like encouraged to do more like in their lives even so you know whether you win it or not there's a lot to learn about yourself like you said and i think that's like really great to hear that you've learned about yourself as well because i feel like this is one of the experiences in my life that's made me learn like more than probably any of the other experiences that I've had like yeah. trying to you know solve all these things all these problems from the get-go not really like having that connection um not really having a great connection with my past president not really having the handover that I wish I had but um let's just talk about like that handover concept as well so have you guys you guys have had your handover right yeah we have so, I recently met up with Ben the other day and we just talked things out he he also gave me a list of things that I might need for next year in terms of like how to set up an event or like things like that. Just the really paperworky kind of things, mm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had like any? Because we'll we'll talk a little bit about handover structure right now. Yeah. So have you had any group handover? Uh, we um we did that after AGM. I'm pretty sure. Oh. So okay. uh, after everyone had left, it was just the. 2021 execs and just the 2022 execs yeah. just in the same room just talking it out just you know see if we needed uh help on things or like questions we needed to ask we asked them mm. um it wasn't really anything else though it was just that pretty much oh okay yeah. 
So do you have any like opinions at the moment about the handover that you've received because you've received both components, I guess, of a group and individual handover that you think you'd want to improve or change for like maybe at the end of your term? I think definitely in terms of how it was presented to us or like how we got a handover, it seemed a bit, I guess, unofficial. Like we were just mm. like, oh, here you go. This is how you do things. That's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like it wasn't, it, in a way, it, it wasn't like a, like a handbook that was given to us or like it wasn't something, anything that we could like really re- look back on if we needed to. Oh. It was just a talk to talk or like maybe like a few notes here, a few notes there. But it wasn't really like a fully fleshed out kind of thing. But I guess it really, it really depends on that exec team. But for me personally, I would have rather maybe like a more fleshed out kind of deal to really answer all the questions I needed, mm. I, I had asked, just because I am some someone who maybe like needs help a lot just in terms of presidential things, just because, you know, I've just started my term, you know? Right, yeah. That's actually something that like I've thought about within my own like presidential term of like changing the handover the way that it was handed over to me versus the way I'm handing it over. And just to give a little bit of context for the audience, Uh, When Daniel and I had a bit of a chat about when to do this podcast, I gave him the option of either Saturday or I think it was Tuesday or something like that. But either way, um, it was after Sunday. And I'm very thankful that he chose Saturday because this is actually pre-handover for KCC. (laughs) So we'll be doing our handover on Sunday and I'm hoping to flesh it out as much as I can. Yeah, because we did like, we had like this very, um, to describe it, I think I'm describing it again, but like, this like word doc and it had like every event that that's like happened for KCC last year or yeah last year and like specific presidential VP things specific secretarial things and specific treasorial things and I think that like you know as at least we had something to look back on like read like if we wanted to but it wasn't I feel like it wasn't engaging enough so now um you know to address that sort of thing um, the executives of 2021, um, so me, Ben, Albert and Theo have come up with like a hundred slides plus like oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> presentation for, um, 2022 executives to, you know, have a gander at, have a look at, eat some snacks while, <laughs> while we're just chatting at them. And hopefully it can be like more of like a discussion, um, than what we had last year, where it was a little bit of them like talking at us and telling us how things run rather than like fully like, you know, fleshing it out, as you said in your, in your words, um, fleshing out like how events are run or how specific things are meant to run and specific like dynamic questions as well that could change over time and things like that. Because, you know, like I said, like if that bond between exec to exec isn't that good, like the, oh no, if the, if the bond between um, your committee members isn't that good in general, then the outcome of the product is not is going to be reduced in quality yeah. usually. So same runs for the exec to exec thing. I feel like um, the new president and I are actually quite good friends. So hopefully um, with the friendships that we have from team to team as well, it'll be pretty good. So we can have that like highest quality that we can come up with. So just on that note, do you feel do you feel like your team at the moment is close to the team of last year or you guys see that potential of friendship? Mm, 
so in terms of that friendship from this year's to last year's exec, it's pretty much non-existent. No. Like, maybe you'll get the, you know, quick hi or like if, if Ben needed to ask a question about a presidential thing, he would ask the uh, previous pres. But mm. I don't think it really uh, went more further than that. But I think with us and Ben's exec group, I think it will be a, a much more stronger like bond in terms of team to team and friendship to friendship because mm. we we are all active within the committee and we all know each other. We all pretty much from the same friendship group, so I think that 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 um that team dynamic or like that question to question exec to exec will be much more easier mm. and more um more valuable to me as a president. Yeah, I think that, you know, that bond is really, really important, like from group to group, as I've said, because like if we have that bond going, um, actually specifically within your case, I was a little bit worried when you said like it was like, because I feel like handover is really, really important to me. A little bit worried about how like the handover might have been maybe just word of mouth or like not like there's not enough to go back on or not enough to like recall. So like... I think the the difference here though is that if you have that really close bond with the past executives you won't have a problem with asking them questions like yeah. when necessary 100%. yeah because like you know i feel like my team or my team have like openly discussed this with each other is that we were quite intimidated by like the past like group and um i think it was like pure intimidation not the fact that we might like we don't want to get help from them yeah. but we did want help but you know we kind of didn't want to look like we couldn't prove ourselves yeah. So that's like a continuous issue that I feel like happens a little bit from exec team to exec team of can we prove ourselves without needing the help of the others? Mm. But I think we can look past that if we have that bond with them and it's really good because like you'll have Ben by your side, you'll have Gunners by your side, if Gunners is staying. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I hope he does. <laughs> yeah, we all hope he does. We all hope he does. But yeah, um, if Ben's like alongside you within your like presidential like activities, then you don't have too much to worry about because like you have him by your side and you won't like have um, issues that will happen that he hasn't seen or he hasn't seen or like dealt with because like, you know, most of the time throughout his entire year, years of like a very long time, yeah, he's probably dealt with like the things that you've seen because I feel like I've dealt with things that I never would have imagined having to deal with until like they actually happen so yeah it's really good that you know that bond and i think it's very important for every um potential executive or every actual executive listening to this podcast to really form that team or that sort of like bond within your past team and within your future team to ensure the best for your club the best for your future and you know all these concepts are things that i've sort of repeated like time and time again from podcast to podcast so I just want to ask like just a bit of a like personal question about this podcast. Yeah. So yeah, you've seen this question maybe a little bit, you know, maybe a bit cynical. I don't know. Like you can, you can <laughs> take it as you may, but how is, what does it take the podcast that we're currently, you know, exhibiting played any part in your life, like leading up to this point? I mean, obviously by listening to, uh, I've listened to all of them. Oh, every, 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 every single one I've listened to just in my spare time while I'm like gaming or like whatever. I just have it on my speakers. Damn. Just listen to it. But I think I, I really, you know, uh, 
don't regret listening to all of it because it really opened my uh, mind about how things should run or like the perspectives of other past presidents now mm. and how they've dealt with certain things because f- from what I've gathered all of them have very different personal- personalities you know so by yeah. listening to all of their thought processes I could also determine how I wanted to go about certain things or like how I want things to run next year for CS mm. so I think it is definitely worth listening to all of it if you are going for pre- uh, uh, executive position in the future because it really does provide a lot of insight and like a, a lot of valuable information that you might come across or you might look back to to uh, you know make your own decisions when you come to a presidential or executive position mm, okay so guys um we're heading into quite a late portion of our podcast you know father time is knocking on our door dusk has settled in and i think that we we're going to go straight into our final components of this podcast so first of all we'll go with our objective easy ones so can you just plug in your socials for people to find you all right so my social isn't i don't have too many socials but i'll just plug my instagram Mm -hmm. and also plug chinese society's instagram as well so my one is underscore daniel ha and the CS Chinese Society one is at Chinese Society. Damn, plugged in the club, <laughs> man of the people right here. Man of the people. And this guy, I know he's getting a bit nervous because that special random question, completely unannounced. You don't know what's oh, coming no. on the agenda. It's just special random question. And this is going to be especially random considering this is the first time I've ever talked to him. So... <laughs> You know, don't have too big of expectations. It's completely random, unprecedented. Got to keep hyping it up. Got to think of words. <laughs> but here we go. This is your special random question, okay? So we all know... Okay, forgive me, Ben, because I know you hate this, like, stigma sort of concept. But i got to say, CS has got some really good muzzers. Some really good... <laughs> <laughs> some really good hackers out there. <laughs> So we all know you guys are the king of the court when it comes to that concept <laughs> for, you know, lack of more alliteration right there. But who do you think out of the three other clubs? So not the three other clubs it entirely, but I mean, out of the three other big Asian clubs, air quotes again, have the best muzzers, <laughs> best ravers, okay? Oh, I mean, out of the events I've been to, not going to lie, I've seen a lot of KCC people. Oh, really start going hard with the muzz or yeah. start hacking and I'm like whoa KCC is really into this thing. <laughs> you know <laughs> but if I, if I had to pick one I guess yeah. it would probably be you gotta be objective as well I mean like I don't care about the answer but Loki I do but Haiki <laughs> I shouldn't I mean I've seen I've seen people muzz and hack from all committees but I mean I've got to say, KCC's got a oh, topic to Let's go, guys. So, you guys heard it here first. Remember, underscore Daniel Ha, if you want to find him on his socials. He has declared us the second best muzzing society out there. So, everyone, watch out the floor. You know we're going to be hacking on that sticky Metro City floor next transition. So, we will see you guys there. Thank you guys for listening again. And do you have any final remarks, Daniel, before we close this? Ah, do I? No. I don't think I do. do All right, guys. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. And, you know, I'm sure Daniel has never said this before ever in his entire life, but let's, you know, send it. (laughs)